Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Daily Cutback with me, your host, Chris Mitchell, and as always... Me, Booth, and... Pross. Pross. Oh. Oh. Is it there? Oh, that's right. It's international break. <laughs> Pross uh, is not joining us. No, he's not. It's international break, and he's gone into hiding for the weekend. Uh, so it's just oh. me and Boo today. Yeah, we'll make sure we uh, talk nicely about Leeds for him, I'm sure. Well, you can. I'm not. <laughs> we'll get straight into it then, shall we? Yeah, straight into uh, last weekend's action. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've last been on, but... Uh, yeah, it feels like an age that we've talked about a Premier League match. I know, it's been nuts. It's because uh, I've been a dickhead and gone on to night shifts, isn't it? Yeah. But need must. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so... Straight into fixtures from last weekend. So we'll start off with the Friday game. So I think you're taking that one, are you? I am, yeah. Um, two exciting teams met on, on Friday night, um, Brighton and Burnley, and uh, the June 0 Yeah, I was, ex- I was expecting a goal fest in that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> both just got to championship, please. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've, I kind of want Burnley to go down. I don't really want Brighton to go down, but at the, at the moment... Fuck off. <laughs> Both of them are just so <laughs> shit. Um, and that's coming from a Wednesday fan. What do you think, Brighton fans? Burnley fans? <laughs> Burnley fans will probably be like, we know we're shit this season. Well, that, that season Brighton went up is the season we got to play our final. So, <laughs> we should have been there. You should um, have. Yeah, we should have, but... Uh, well, Maybe in two happens. or three years. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll go on to that a little bit later. Yeah, um, next Friday night match was um, an exciting Southampton team without Danny mm. Ings. I thought they mm. were going to struggle without Danny Ings, but they went, I suppose, with Thornbuck and, and won 2-0. Adams and Armstrong both scoring. Che Adams had a lot better season so far than, than what he did last season. It took him a while to get into it. Um, yeah, but yeah good win for Southampton. His, I don't think he scored his first goal till like, January, did he? I it was Screamer against then. Man City as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, since since then that seems to have given a bit of confidence. And he started this season on fire, so. And that was the first time ever Southampton have been top of the Premier League. I know. They Didn't they what? actually announced shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop the Stop. count. <laughs> oh, a bit tongue in cheek about wanna... the presidential election. Yeah, I want to buy one to put it up in the studio. <laughs> Brilliant. Be, Fifteen pounds. Like... Yeah, it's just one of those uh, once-in-a-lifetime shirts, isn't it? It's going to be like a, a memorabilia sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, and you know what? I saw people taking piss in it, and you know what? Yeah, if you're a Southampton fan, you might think cringe, but you look at it now, it's it's funny. that They've not had millions, other teams have. <clears throat> Why not earn a bit of money, especially with no fans, on, on yeah. something tongue-in-cheek about, like, like that? So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Credit definitely. to them. Yeah, um, it's nice to see them. You know, turning the start of the season around as well. I mean, they had a bad start to the season, and I think that Chelsea game just really kicked them on when they when they drew three three. Yeah. Um. Since then, I don't. I don't think they've conceded since then, have they? I'm not too sure, but yeah. Well done, Southampton. Yeah. You deserve yeah, to be in top four at the minute. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, they're a good team to watch at the minute. Yeah. Uh, next game, two teams that were in a bit of in different form. Uh, Man U Everton. Um, mm-hmm. obviously Everton had a good start to the season had a couple of defeats in a row it's now three defeats in a row wow is it three uh, in a row I believe so after yeah. drawing with Liverpool uh, 
Um, yeah, I think so. Jesus. Because um, they lost to... To Southampton. They lost to Southampton. Then um, it was the game after that. I can't remember who it was last week. They played. Um, anyway, but yeah, yeah. then <laughs> lost to Man at weekend. So I think when they lost two in a row, that was the first time they'd lost two in a row under An- Ancelotti, and now it's gone to three. So... Um, but yeah, I think um, looking at the highlights, obviously I didn't watch the full match, but man, you seem to have played a little bit better than they have done. Mm. Fernandez ran the show again. <laughs> yeah, all he always gets that reaction when his job's not lying. Yeah, it, it, it seems that way, doesn't it? Like um, obviously they played um, Istanbul in midweek and lost, which was uh, quite a shock considering mm. they never scored in the Champions League. <laughs> um. And the defending was horrendous for yeah the first the entire, goal especially well, for both goals really, but especially the first goal yeah. Um, but they seemed to shore up a little bit um, at the weekend. Um, Fernandez, his goal was a really good header into top corner. Yep. Um, Other one across, weren't it? <clears throat> yeah. Um, it went to Rashford to start with, didn't it? And then they realised he didn't actually touch it. So. Yeah. But very unselfish. Could have gone for an hat trick. Um, laid it off for Cavani in the last minute. Needs confidence. Yeah. Well, I mean, does he? Um, I mean, he's not played a lot, but yeah, I suppose it, it's good it to get off that. Yeah. And especially good in a game that's away against a top half Premier League side. It's not yeah. a League Cup game or anything. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. good competitive fixture to get you. Get you in goals, I suppose. And that's what yeah. he's going to be used for primarily this season, I believe. Coming on yeah. to try and win games. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, I mean, like we said um, in the last episode, that Everton are missing hammers mm-hmm. massively. Um, yeah. Without him, they just don't seem to have that creativity in, in midfield. He did play, but I think they missed Rila- Richarlison again. Yeah, definitely. Um, having two players out like that, you know... The top players, um, anybody's going to miss them too in their team, definitely. Yep, 100%. Um, on to Leeds. Palace, Palace. Leeds, yeah. Well, where do we start with this one? So, two games in a row, Leeds have conceded four goals. They're conceding uh, too many. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying to a couple of the lads on the group chat the other day, they need to sort of alter the game plan a little bit and not just attack for 90 minutes um, I mean I know they I know they were unlucky with the Bamford offside um, yeah definitely <laughs> it was did they, did, they, did they measure his shoulder or did it measure his hand his furthest point I know that it, it goes to his elbow so um, that's where they judge you being offside but if you, if you look at the still from it his entire body is a good yard or two behind the rest of the defence so. I know it's, it's just his lean forward. It's it? absolutely <laughs> crazy, and it was a really good finish as well. And that would that would have brought it to one-one. Um, Could have changed the complexion because they're in yeah. game. And it, you know, it's just the same happened last week when they played Leicester. You know, Bamford missed a sitter, then they conceded, and that were it. Game over. You, you can't um, just attack teams in Premier League if no, you've not, not got the, the attacking quality of the rest of the Premier League. Hmm. Obviously, they've got as good a attacking quality as some of the teams, but. Defensively, Even, I don't think they're there. No, definitely not. They need to keep it on goal as well. Yeah, it was bad keeping. 
Um, yeah. Very, very bad keeper. And he's anticipated the cross too early. I mean, I was thinking before coming on, I think, you know, if Prosser was here, he might agree with me, he might not, but I think they need a stronger keeper. Um, he's, he's a good keeper, Meslier, but he's young. He's... He doesn't look strong, you know what I mean? Like if you if you're an attacker and you're bearing down on him, you think I've got this. Yeah, because you you look at him and he doesn't look like a goalkeeper. <clears> but you know he's, he's a good shot stopper. But commanding wise and decision making, I think that's where his age. He's got a lot to learn, and and I yeah. think he will he will be up there. Honestly, I, I generally believe that from what I've seen. Eventually, oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, it, it, it'll it'll be like sort of De Gea, like when he first joined Man United, he wasn't strong. He, he yeah, was, he was pretty awful, to be fair. But I suppose but, Leeds, when the, a couple of years ago when they signed Kiko Casilla, they expected him to be the experienced head, and mm. I suppose if once he signed for Leeds two years ago, mm-hmm. if you then said, "Oh, we're playing in Premier League in two years," you'd have expected him to have that number one shirt, not a young. 22 yeah. whatever odd year old yeah. so, uh, but but that's part that's partly due to his form he was, he's, he's not been great has he yeah it's just how it goes isn't it mm. unfortunately um, but yeah I mean take nothing away from, from Palace um, they executed the game plan really well um, can't really fault him Eze scoring his first goal for Palace what a free kick that was as well I know yeah um Scott Dan scoring. He doesn't score many, but when he does, they're, they're usually pretty good. It was a good header. Um, yeah. And terrible. Are you defend- it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Defending as oh well. yeah. He he will be behind centre backs, but the full back playing him on us. I don't know. It was shocking. Yeah. Alioski played him on. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was awful defending that. Yeah. Very very bad. Um. But yeah, well, eight 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 goals conceded in two games. I think they just need to look at the game plan now and um. Stop attacking so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know, like that's how Bielsa plays, but he's, he's experienced enough to probably look at that and think, yeah, we need to maybe change this a little bit. Leeds fans would rather stay up playing a bit boring football for the rest of the season than play all this mm. exciting football and go down. I would imagine. I would, There's probably some I, nutters that massively disagree. There probably is, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, staying up's the most important thing for them. It's the same with a lot of fans, isn't it? You're going to have the fans that are like, I'd rather stay up and play shit football, and then there's the others that are like, well, I'd rather just give it a go. And mm. I get it, but yeah, like like I was listening to a Leeds fan the other day saying, look, if um, if we go down this year, how long is it going to be before we come back up? Because I can't see us coming straight back up again. You know what I mean? You're going to lose all the players. Yeah, and it's just going to be. A difficult mm. period if they go down again. But we'll see how it goes. Yep. Um, next match was Chelsea against Sheffield. Yep. Sheffield took lead with actually a very good bit of football. It, it was very well worked. Yeah. Definitely um, like from the corner, weren't it? Then McGoldrick, yeah, we, we finished. Which Cheeky backfield. Yeah, very. And then as soon as that got in, I was like, yes, go on, Sheffield. I'm not hiding the fact that I'm a Spurs fan now. I want Chelsea to, to fuck up. Um, and yeah, but then Chelsea kicked into gear. I think, um, well, Tammy Abraham scored. Bit of a lucky goal, to be honest, is yeah. into the ground. Ben Chilwell, been form left back this season in Premier League. You knew yeah. we were going to slot in, though. He's got the Premier yeah. League experience. Thiago Silva Ch- scored. He's a Chelsea player, isn't he? Chilwell. He is, even look how he does his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, 
Timo Werner, um, who's not really got going yet, but he seems to be scoring, which is quite scary. And Lampard yeah. is wasting him playing him up wing. Just drop Abraham. Just don't play Abraham. Um, well, I, I think he started off with him up, up top, didn't he? Um, mm. Start of the season, he, he wasn't getting the chances. But since he's put him on wing, he's getting the chances. I'd still start him up front over yeah. Abraham, but yeah. yeah. If when, it's working, it's working at minute. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one four one, Chelsea. Just everyone's mentioned Southampton being up there, Leicester obviously being top. Hmm. Um, not many people are mentioning Chelsea now. They're slowly clicking the gear. They're there. They are there. So quietly going about the business, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but I think the introduction of Ziyech into that team. Oof, what a player he is. He what man at match. Uh huh. He got to Just assist, didn't he? No two ways about it. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He'll be challenging De Bruyne for the assist record this season. And Kane. Yeah, and Kane. Kane's, yeah, Kane's three, four in front of anyone else, I think, at a minute. <laughs> Crazy, that. I think Grealish is second. Yeah, quality. Um, yeah. Next game after that were West Ham Fulham. Pretty average game. What you'd expect from those two teams. Um it was nil-nil until 91st minute. And it looked Thomas, like West Ham had won it, didn't it? Yeah, Thomas Suchek put him in front in the 91st minute and then Fulham went up and got a penalty in the 98th minute. Talk us through <coughs> that penalty, please. Upstep Adam Ola Luckman. We've sung his praises from the start of the season of being uh, Fulham's, Fulham's, Fulham's best, best player. player this season. And then he steps up and tries that in the 98th minute. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Fulham and strikers cannot take penalties. No, they cannot. Did um, you see that yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> but wow, like if you're one nil down in the ninety eighth minute, your team's struggling to get p- to to pick up any sort of points. You won last yeah. week, I know that, but why are you trying that? If I was his manager, he'd be he'd be knocked down to under twenty threes or reserves for the next couple of games, <laughs> just as punishment. You've you've got you've got to try and punish him in some way, ain't you? Because he's cost him points. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. Um, I mean, you think at the end of the season, if they get relegated by one point and they're yeah. in front in goal difference to the team above them, how bad is he going to feel? I don't know. The performances has been better the last few weeks as well. They've not conceded many goals, and they've been in game, no. haven't they? Um, they have. Yeah, but I think. That, I mean, not just for Luckman, but that's going to kick the confidence of the rest of the team now. Yeah. They've they've fought that entire game for 98 minutes. They got a chance to pull a point out of it and they haven't. They've come away with nothing. And I mean, you're not human unless you're nervous for that last minute penalty, but you don't do something. Well, I'm guessing you weren't nervous. To do that, you weren't nervous. No, he didn't think about it. it. He's um, definitely confident to do it. To but... me, you've got to just put your foot through it because you know full well mm. if keepers get into that ball, his catcher is not dropping it. Put your foot through it so that yeah. even if keeper saves it, he's parrying it. You know yeah, what? If you exactly. side foot it, it's not quite in corner and keeper saves it, it's good out for him. So be it. If you, you've not took a silly penalty. You've not took yeah. a great penalty, but you've you've not just... Oh, it was shocking. It was just you've shocking. Not, yeah, you've not just chipped it into his hand. It was the worst Penenko I've ever seen. No, it was awful. awful. Even though it target, I've seen some obviously didn't cover. Yeah. Because if you're going to do it, you've got to do it so that it bounces across the line, aren't you, really? Mm-hmm. I don't think that we're even making it. 
<laughs> Look, man, you've got to do better. Definitely. <laughs> Fucking sort yourself out, man. Uh, hey, then, anyway, moving on to a positive. Tottenham won 1-0 away at West Brom. Type of game would probably draw 0-0 or lose 1-0 in the past. Mm. I don't know what Mourinho's done this season. It, it's, it's annoying that we're only scraping wins because it's nerve-wracking as hell. We're not <laughs> all one up with 20 minutes left. Mm. But a clean sheet away from home, similar to what we did other Monday against Burnley away. Yeah. That's a clean sheet at home, I meant away. Um, yeah. Harry Kane scoring his 150th Premier League goal puts him joint ninth with Michael Owen. Yep. What a hero. Wow. Do you think he's going to beat the record? If he stays in Premier League, yeah. So, what, what's he now? Is, is he 27 now? Yeah. So, you think... We need 110 more, is it? Is it 360 record? Two, 260. Yeah. Oh, 260, sorry, yeah. yeah. I, I said um, 110, right, but... <laughs> um, so, you think he's 27 now. Um, what would you say he's got left at the top level? Bearing in mind he gets injured a fair bit. I mean, would you say maybe five years? The thing is, he said injured years? a fair bit. His injuries are like kind of serious ones. They're not little yeah. niggles. I know. That's the thing. And it's either his ankle or his hamstring, isn't it? Yeah, and I think with his ankle, he's been unlucky. Because it's not like the mm. same ankle. He did opposite mm. ones. Um, and, well, I for one know how a <laughs> dodgy ankle can feel. I'm still not ready. I'm not ready for weeks, mate. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um so, yeah, I, I think he's just been unlucky with injuries. I don't think he's injury-prone. I generally don't believe that. Um, so, so, he's, what, 27? Uh, so he's got till maybe 33, 34, most. That's a, yeah, 33, 34, because that's the thing. Yeah. He's he's not reliant on his pace. He could go longer. Mm. Like a Teddy, not quite a Teddy Sheringham, 42 or well, whatever he was. But. Well, uh, you've you got to look at Shearer. He's never been blessed with pace, has he? Um, no. He's, he was just a smart striker, so he, he could do it. I mean, if we say he's got, let's say, for example, he's got five years left. So he's got 20 average, Premier League goals a year. 20 a year, yeah. Which for, he, for Kane, it's, it's he can get 30 a year. Yeah, easily. Um, if he has a couple I, of, look at Lewandowski's 32, yeah. he's having best seasons of his life now. Mm. Um, I, I hope he does it, but, you know, it's, it, it all depends on I think it would make it amazing as well if... Obviously stays at us, and he does it mm. all for one club. Yeah, that'll be that'll be awesome. Who, who's the highest one club goal scorer up there? Um, you got to be looking at players like Henri, probably Henri. Yeah, Aguero. Uh, Aguero. Um, Giggs will be up there. Scholes will be up there. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I, mean, I think Kane's passed them already. Lampard's yeah, yeah, still yeah. above him, but obviously he played a few at City. Six goals, uh, he's got a and West, City. And West Ham. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Went to West Ham, Scott started at West Ham, didn't you? Yeah. With his uncle. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I hope he does it, but, you know, time will tell. It's, it's it's all about him keeping fit, really. If he stays fit, he'll do it. Exactly. Know. And England as well. Oh, yeah, he'll smash England, I think. 50th cap when we play tomorrow or Sunday, whatever it is. Sun, um, Sunday, yeah. I'll move on to the next um, game, which includes another very good English talismanic striker. <laughs> Definitely. Um, unfortunately, he's not playing for England at the minute. But no, he isn't. What, you can't blame him, I don't think, really. No. It's a shame. But yeah, Leicester beat Wolves 1-0 in a bit of a local derby, I believe, that one. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's not they're not far away. So many no, things, isn't it? Uh, Vardy. Well, Leicester were awarded two penalties. Vardy put the first one away, but then the uh, second one was saved by Rui Patricio. Casper Schmeichel mm-hmm. probably won Leicester the game uh, with a wonder save from Ruben Neves. Um, but yeah, two very exciting Premier League sides. That I admittedly both I like watching them both, um, and Leicester come out on top to go back to the summit. Where they've been yes. before, I think I remember right. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> they have. They have been there a few times. Um, wouldn't have happened without Schmeichel's save, would it? Nope. What a save that was. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, Leicester, they're going about the business very well at the minute. Um, I think in all comps, I think that's like six wins in a row. Is it? I believe so, yeah. Um, they're just firing at a minute, aren't they? They're scoring yeah. goal, not conceding. They've won all the Europa League games. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the same as last season when Brendan Rodgers first came in. They looked like they were challenging again and then they went off boil, so... Oh, they choked. There's no doubt about it. They were were a clear third and they choked. Mm. Yeah. Leicester fans will argue, yeah, well, we're playing in in Europa League, which they'd have took Mm -hmm. anyway, but there's no doubt about it that they choked. Oh, yeah, definitely. Massively. Yeah. Um. Next game was Man City Liverpool, dubbed to be the biggest game of the weekend. Um, it was good, I think. It, it was first half was some, somewhat exciting. Yeah, first half was good. Um, obviously, Salah scoring another penalty. Um, I, I think he's only scored one from open play this season. Most of them have been penalties. But you don't um, score in his next game. No, he won't do. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee. I'll put I'll put fifty quid on that. Um, <laughs> Jesus coming back, he's scored finally this season. Um, good as well. Good goal. Yeah. yeah, very good goal. Main talking point, De Bruyne missing a penalty. Not just getting saved, missed he completely. Lied. Wow. Um, I was just starting my first night shift when I saw it. I like I put it on as I was waiting to go out. And I put it on just as he was about to take penalty. And after that, I just turned it off. I was like, well, that's all I want to see. De Bruyne missed a penalty. Lovely. See you in a bit. Didn't expect that. No. Um, is, especially is, from is, a player like him. He's started a bit slow this season. Well, I think from what we touched on last week, he's missing silver at side of him because he's not got as much space. You know what I mean? Like, he's the talisman now. Yeah. He's the one Lime that the ball, on the ball has to go through him now, whereas before he could take the pressure off a little bit by giving it to Silva because he's just as creative. Yeah. So that's what they're missing, I think. And that's why De Bruyne, he's not struggling by any means, but he's not firing like he has been. Um, yeah. But I don't think City are firing as they should be, no. really. And that's why Real Sociedad are top at league, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. David <laughs> Silva. The David Silva. Wow. He's just brilliant. I love it. He is. Um, last game at weekend, was it a shock result? Villa, 3-0 yes, away. Yes, it I... was a bloody shock result. <laughs> See, I... But I loved it. Oh, yeah, of course you did. You're a Spurs fan. <laughs> um, I, I don't see any result this season being a shock result for anybody because no team is consistent. I mean, Leicester are probably the most consistent team at the minute, along with Southampton. And probably us. Been... We lost our yeah. first game. We haven't lost since. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of the way they play, the, the goals are scoring, you've not really seen many teams that have been really consistent. Mm. Um, and I think Villa, 
yeah, they've had a couple of bad results, but they've been consistent. Every time they're winning, they're scoring a lot of goals. And it's all down to Grealish. <laughs> Grealish and Barkley have changed that team. Like, well, obviously Barkley coming in, but him and Grealish. And Ollie Watkins, what a signing. Five, five goals he's got this season. In he's Premier. an Arsenal fan. Is he? Buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. Um, but Grealish absolutely ran the show again. Um, I think there was one one part in the one moment in the second half. I think he had like three defenders around him. Just dropped his shoulder, did a three, did a one eighty, and he was off. Makes it look so easy. Oh, it does. It, he's so graceful with the ball, and he was good in first half yesterday as well. Yeah, he was very very good. Um, but I mean, I think one of us mentioned it when we were in the last international break. He's got that air of Gaza about him. You know what I mean? He's, he's naturally talented. Um, and, you know, he had a slow, relatively slow start to his career. Yeah, late boomer, definitely. But he's, he's now, I mean, since he's got the captaincy at Villa, he's undeniably been their, their player of the season every single year. He's yeah. unreal. Um, and he needs to be that player now, considering we're in the international break now, um, to talk about it. We he needs to be that player that we're building around now, like him, Kane, and Sterling. They're, those are the three players I think we need. Yeah, um, those are the players that we really need to be building that team around. Mm-hmm. Forget Mason Mount; he's a good player, but good squad player. Yeah, but if you if you put Mason Mount and Jack Grealish on the pitch together like we did yesterday, you saw the quality of Grealish compared to Mason Mount. Absolutely. Because every time he gets the ball, he just wants to make something happen. He's always he's so positive on the ball, and that's what I think England have been missing for a lot of years. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> Mount played a bit deeper and didn't suit yeah, him. Yeah, he did. No, it didn't. Um, he played well. He did play well, but it, he's outshone by the attacking quality of, of Greenish. Just because he's been managed by Frank Lampard, don't mean he's going to be Frank Lampard. Just be happy with being a squad player, Mason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, playing, playing in front of your mate, Declan. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so obviously Villa uh, Villa won 3-0. Uh, Saccharone goal um, and two Watkins goals. Um, Arsenal didn't really put up any sort of fight. Um, A but, lot of people uh, sing praises of Arteta and he's not doing much this season, is he? I know they've won a cup. Yeah. It's... He's he's trying to build a team now, and he's 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 bringing in his players, and he's trying to build a team similar to that. What Pep like in terms of play style, he's trying to bring in a um, bring in the players to have a similar play style to what he had under Pep. Yeah. Um, but it's it's going to take time. They need to give him time. Um, you know, I I don't think they should have sacked Emery really, but. After Wenger, it's, it's going to take evening. time. The, 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 good evening. <laughs> uh, in all fairness, they, they've, been, they've been somewhat of a sinking ship for a good six, seven years. Um, and, you know, like it was with Man United, as soon as Wenger leaves, you've got to find that right balance of manager. And they're struggling at a minute. Yeah. To, to find that manager, you know, they've had so many years under Wenger playing the same style of football. It's, that, it's same... hard to change the DNA of a club when they've had yeah. managers like that for so yeah. long. Definitely, and that, that's what I mean. So, um, I mean, you look at Aubameyang, he looks like a different player since he signed his contract. Yeah, I've took him out of Dream Team now. Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I took Callum Wilson out a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry. Uh, I should have because I just thought, oh, Aubameyang will play more top, more cups because he's got Europa League. Yeah, I should have stuck with Callum Wilson. But he just looks a different player, doesn't he? He, yeah. he don't look confident. It's weird. Maguire's had more shots than Lacazette and about Aubameyang this season. <laughs> Maguire's had that's eleven crazy. shots and they've had eight and nine, I think. Wow, that's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's the recap of the week's games done. Um, probably took a little bit longer than it should have done, really, because uh, you know it's been nearly two weeks. But fuck it. Um, <sighs> so yeah, we're in international break, so we'll um, move on to a bit of the international break topics. Yeah, and there's a surprise so, one I'm chucking in here. Oh, go on that, then. That I didn't mention in our pre-call. Mm. Goran Pandev. Oh, yes. Helping Macedonia qualify for... Yes. It's got to be their first ever competition that they've qualified for. I believe it is, yeah. It will be. Goran Pandev. Wow, 37. I mean, he's been doing it in Serie A for how long? And I thought, oh, let's have a look where he's playing now. He's still at Genoa. He's still playing in Serie A. Oh. He, he played for Inter for a while, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm thinking of the right player. Yeah, they beat Kosovo, didn't they? Were it Kosovo they beat? Uh, I think um, it was. was it Kosovo or was it Georgia? Oh, oh yeah, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. What they've done with this Euro in adding more team spaces, I love it. I loved last one. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You look at the teams that are qualifying, you know, like um, the the lower ranked teams, like Macedonia, um, Scotland. Ooh, calling uh, <laughs> them lower ranked. You know, they're not going to be happy with that. Mate, that's why I threw it in. <laughs> get the kilts in a twist. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you think, fair enough. You know, it's the first tournament that they've qualified for for 23 years. Buzzing for them. But... At the same time, what you've got to think of is it's a bigger competition now. So there's more places up for grabs, so it's more likely for them to qualify. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, from an outsider, I'm thinking, you know, is it a huge achievement? It is, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. And, and the fact that they've had to go through playoffs as well. Yeah, and the fact that they've had to go through playoffs as well. Yeah, because at least the last one, it were all on merit, at least on the group positions. I think Albania finished third in the group behind Portugal and someone else, from what yeah. I remember four or five years ago, which is not bad, you know, finishing just behind Portugal. Scotland, I don't think they did out in the qualifying group, but because mm. they won a little group of three teams, they had, yeah. added, added, they had another go at it, which is exciting. Mm. They've, Scotland, they obviously got through them two penalty shootouts, didn't they? Yeah. Did you know that Scotland has never missed a penalty in a penalty shootout? Wow. That's the only two that they've had. <laughs> Fucking teach us a lesson. <laughs> um, They've got to get us to penalties first. What was I going to say? I saw, I saw a tweet last night. Um, you know when uh, Scotland took the lead? Yeah. Um, someone put a tweet out like pretty much straight after. Like, um, Scotland are dominating. They're 1-0 up. So all that... What's it? Scotland are dominating. They're 1-0 up, which automatically means they're going to concede in the 95th minute and win on a penalty shootout. <laughs> I was like, why aren't you put why aren't you putting money on this? <laughs> I know. There were a lot of late goals, money. weren't there, as well though. Yeah, there was. Oh. Hungary scoring two in the last three minutes. Iceland, right. If if we lose to Iceland next week, I'm done with football. You're a Hungary fan. <sighs> yeah. 
I'll fucking support Hungary for the rest of my life. I love I Hungary see. anyway. Did you, did you see goal Hungary conceded though? Mm-mm. Sigurdsson took a free kick. Mm. He's dipping under crossbar, but directly in the middle of net. Yeah. The keeper was a good keeper, Galaxy <laughs> from Salzburg. He jumped yeah. up to catch it. It's just gone through his hands. <laughs> it's terrible. Taibi. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's mad. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Scotland, but I just think it's it's not really something to be overly proud about, you know what I mean, because of the way they've done it. But they could but, get through group as well. Yeah, oh yeah, they could do Because both, third you know. place can go through, can't they, in top four groups? <laughs> Beach at Republic. <laughs> what? We're, we're giving Scotland some memory here, aren't we? <laughs> I'm saying they might go through if they beat Czech Republic. Who else in the group? Or Croatia and England in it? Um, who was it? Uh, they've beaten Czech Republic, haven't they? No, Czech Already? Republic's in group. Yeah, yeah. The, I think they beat them in in the current um, Nations League. I think they beat them in. Yeah, that's yeah. I think. Um, um, yeah. You know, like I say, I'm I'm happy that they're there. It gives us uh, a good easy win in that group. I hope COVID's gone for England versus Scotland at Wembley. Mate, are we going? Do you know what's annoying? Like, no, because obviously it's, you've got to apply for tickets, haven't you? But when you I got- did apply for them, you know what game I would have got? What? Because it came up with Rome. I didn't get any at Wembley. Rome, Italy versus Wales, I would have got. Oh, I know. I'd love to go into that. Gareth Bale. Mm. I'd have been with Welsh fans, me. Just wear Tottenham <laughs> shirt and bail on back. Yeah. On your side. Where is she? <laughs> Taking some Velcro gloves and wellies down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I, I hope that COVID's gone just so it can be a proper Euros because behind yeah. closed doors is no, it's not it's, proper no, Euros. It's, it's not, no, it's not going to be fun. Um, if, if they keep the same... Um, Squad that they played last night. There's two Wednesday players going to Euros next year. Oh, was that Scotland? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Liam Bannon. Palmer. No, Liam Palmer and um, Patterson. Chuffing now. I don't think Bannon's going to squad for a while. Isn't he? I don't think so. Which is which is strange because he's he's touted as being our best player, but <laughs> probably don't need him really. I mean, when you've got McTominay in midfield, McTominay and Robertson's their keys in it, really. Yeah, definitely. But um, um, congratulations, Scotland. I'm actually quite happy. I always look at the home nations and want them all to qualify. Oh, it'll yeah. be fun. But it's easy, I think, for us to say that because we've always supported <clears throat> the best home nation, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm giving Scotland a bit of ammo, but I'm happy that they're there. You know what I, I mean? Am. Like, but yeah, if it all the way around, they won't be happy with us being there. Hmm. No, definitely not. But, you know, that's where that's why we're a better nation. Yeah, have that. <laughs> have that, Scotland. Does, does nah, it show whether we have Scottish listeners or is it just UK? It just says UK. But oh. I, to be fair, I actually really love, I, I love Scotland. Like, as a country, it's fucking 10 times better looking than ours. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gorgeous up there. Tis. Can't wait to go again. Big road trip up there. Yes. We'll go on tour in caravan. Yes, we'll take we'll, caravan and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll record we'll from to, top of Ben Nevis. We'll go to Pitadry. <laughs> Pitodre. 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 <laughs> oh, you beauty. Up the dons. <laughs> um, 
let's, let's talk a little bit about England then. Um, considering was shit. Sorry. Uh, um, I, th- I think they've, they've been awful for a I'm good year. I'm fucking off as home nation. Republic of Ireland used to be, for me, the second best home I know they're not UK. Yeah, the second not. best home nation. But when they had Keane and Keane and yeah. Duff, mm. who Definitely. else did they have? Shea Given. Mm-hmm. Gary Roche, Kelly. Gary Kelly. Ian Hart. Matt mm-hmm. Holland. Scoring against yep. Cameroon in 2002 World Cup opening, opening game. I remember watching that. Is it, uh, Reed. Yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah. He got fat, didn't he? He did. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonder of a left foot, though. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> stand there for the entire 90 minutes, get fatter, but still score a screamer. <laughs> Sorry, Andy Reid, um, you're a Tottenham legend. Not really a legend, <laughs> but you're a Tottenham player. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, England did the job that they needed to do last night. Um, two new, two debuts again. Uh how many debuts is he going to give before he fucking leaves? <laughs> um, one, deserved, one deserved, one not so much deserved, I don't think. Um, Did you watch it as well? I didn't watch it, I was working. I watched uh, second half. And hmm. Bellingham won massively out of his depth. Obviously, as expected. <clears throat> yeah. But like, he lost ball a good, a good few times and... But I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say much about him losing the ball or anything because I mean, Phillips did that on his debut, Cody did that on his debut, and you know, I think it's just nerves, twinned with the fact that he's only 17, played only 90 minutes once this season. Um, I personally, I don't think he deserved the call up. You know, um, mm. I think I think Gareth Southgate at the minute is he's being very hypocritical about his, his own. Uh, philosophy like um, I think it was when it might have been two years ago people were calling for Grealish to be called up to England squad yeah. he needs more he needs to have game time in the Premier League last year didn't get called up to England squad needs a bit more game time at Premier League he's playing every fucking game and he's, he's pulling them through games it took him like three four years to get Grealish in that squad I know Who, I don't get who's it been, who's been playing consistently Better than I know, obviously Belling. Belling's had a season and what? He has been playing, admittedly, for Dortmund. He has. Yeah, I I I get that. But what I mean is, he's played one full season of professional football. Yeah, and he's in the England squad. It it shouldn't be happening. I'm sorry, but he doesn't deserve it. If if anyone deserved a debut, I think, other than um, Bellingham, Mm. I would have said Lamptey. And do you know why? Reese James is suspended due to his red card for our two um our next two games, you know, the actual competitive games, yeah. Nations yeah. League. So why call him up? Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, I know he played I think he played ninety minutes um mm. yesterday, but Gil Ampty, that that chance, in my yeah. opinion. But saying that with Trent injured. Mm. Yeah, but then that's your opportunity to call Lamptey up, isn't it? When yeah, you've got yeah, an injury. Exactly. So an injury and uh, a suspension, yeah, yeah, makes no sense to me. I think is Walker injured as well, or did he play? He didn't play, but I think, I think he, he might got be injured. I think he came off against Liverpool. Um, well, it's a good job we've got right backs, isn't it? Fucking plenty. <laughs> we've got uh, Trippier, Carl Walker, yeah. Peters could have. He's yeah. had a decent start to the season. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've seen I've seen a lot over uh, social media this week about the Bellingham call up. Um, 
you know, a lot of people saying, yeah, give him a chance. He's a young kid. I get that. You know what I mean? It, it, I like the fact that he's bringing in young players, but if they deserve it. But a, a lot of the comments that I've seen, uh, you support, like his whole philosophy was, you're supposed to be bringing in players that are on form. And you've got players like Harvey Barnes and Madison. And- yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to think of a suitable replacement for a centre mid who can kind of do box to box, can kind of do the defensive. Barclay. It's difficult. Well, yeah, there's Barclay and there's um, Madison, obviously. Mm. I know he's not as, as good defensively, probably. But I mean, um, you look at you look at how we set up last night. You put Grealish and Mount on the same team, um, and you know I, I know. <laughs> We're going to contradict. Well, I'm going to contradict myself now. We've been talking about him playing too many defensive sort of midfielders, but he played Mount and Grealish, and Mount dropped a little bit deeper, like we were saying earlier, didn't we? Mm, yeah. Um, if if you're going to be playing that sort of formation and having one of those midfielders mm. drop a little bit deeper, why not bring Barkley in and play him with Grealish? They play together at club level, and they're playing brilliantly together. Yeah. That- can only work well for England. Whereas you're bringing on Grealish and Mount on the same team. For some reason, I don't get Southgate's love affair with Mount. I do not get it. He's a good player, but he's not a starter for England for me. No, definitely not. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a friendly yesterday, obviously, that he's rested quite yeah. a lot of players. So we'll see what he has in mind for the next couple of games. Hmm. Um, but I think the reason why he might not call Barkley up, I mean, Barkley, we, we forget, He's not as old as what we might think. He's not that old. Um, no, no. He... But I think Southgate will only pick someone if he sees him still in and around that England setup of the next two to three years. Like it's hard thinking another defensive centre midfielder we've got. We are then just thinking, oh, John Joe Shelby. But it's not going to waste a call up on a player like that. Do you, do you know what I mean? He's just always looking for future now. And yeah, but. I mean, I mean yeah, it's, it's confusing. It's it's confusing, to be honest. Yeah, uh, he. You think? I mean, yeah. You always look to the future, but at the same time, you think we're playing in the here and now. We're we're trying to win trophies. You know. Yeah, we're looking to the future out of one. You know, from one corner, but from the other corner, I'm thinking we need to win trophies, and I want the best eleven on that pitch. You know, the the players that are in form, the players that play together at club level, that know each other. And having Barkley and Grealish, I mean, I've I've been a long time slater of Ross Barkley. You know, I I don't think he's been he's been brilliant, but since he's gone to Villa, playing alongside players like Grealish and them two having that connection that they've got, that can only work as a positive for England. In and my I've opinion. always thought Barkley, like when he was cons- consistently playing for Everton, he was quite a good player. Um, I think he got in and out of injured with Chelsea. He's not getting the consistent amount of game time. Mm. But whenever I've seen him for England over the last couple of years, as long as it might pain your ears hearing this, but he's always played all right for England. Oh yeah, he's always been all right for England. I'm, I'm I'm not denying that. I just think at club level he hasn't really been consistent. Um, but he seems to be bringing that consistency at Villa at the minute. Yeah, you know he's he's enjoying his football, and you can see that the way he's playing. He took the piss out of Arsenal the other day. Yeah. And you know, if Villa keep going the way they're going, Grealish is as committed as they are, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to see that old club, Aston Villa, get back to mm. getting in, in Europe. 
Mm. Obviously not at the expense of Tottenham, but <laughs> <laughs> we're greedy sticking around. We're Barkley. Surely he'll make that deal po- uh, that deal permanent to end the season. You, I don't see why not. Surely um, Barkley's got to look at that Chelsea team now and think, I'm not getting back in that yeah. squad. I don't know, Ziyech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, Ollie Watkins is not old. Um, no. I mean, yeah. you look at like Grealish, they, they deserve to be playing European football. They, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. he, he needs to be at the top level of football. Um, I mean, I don't know what happened in the summer. I know, like, obviously, Manu were looking at him for a while, never really put in a bid. I don't I know. I think Manu pussyfooted like they did all <laughs> transfer window. Yeah. But it, it's strange. I think people, I think teams looked at him last year and thought, yeah, he's had a good season. Can he do it again? Um, in the Premiership. Mm. So I think if he if he carries on for the rest of the season, you can see a lot of bids coming in for him in yeah. the summer. Because how many times have we seen someone sign a new deal at a club just so they yep. get that bit more money next year? Yeah, they might. Sports might not know that, and they're waiting for it and call him a snake. But his his best interest is Aston Villa. He will always yeah, oh yeah. be positive about fan. Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's going to sign a big contract worth God knows how much money. Which only means if somebody wants to buy him, they're going to have to buy out both the contract and the transfer fee I, as well. So. I could see him at many of the top clubs in the world as well. In the world. Oh, yeah. Of 100%. I th- he's got that mentality about him. Like I said before, he's got that Gaza feel about him. Like He could go abroad and rip up a European league. Completely yeah. destroy a European league. And, and then people... Like, I know, yeah, he did his little... We're drink driving us. So, where is like, where's Crash's car? He's done all sorts. He's had, his, he's had his laughing gas. Mm-hmm. What did Gaza and all these lot do in there today when there's no there you go. media? I mean, I mean, you look at the England squad. Um, I can't remember where they went, but the entire squad went out and got absolutely fucking demolished. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. The, all this sort of stuff. I know he, he broke like COVID rules and stuff like that, but even yeah. before them, even before that, he, you know, they don't get much time off. They can do what the fuck they want. I I, it doesn't bother me if I see if I see an England player out on the town when he's not got a game for his club or his country. He's got a couple of weeks off, and you see him on the newspaper, fucking spewing up everywhere. I applaud him. I'm like fucking hell, good lad. He's gone out and he's had a good night. Exactly. Who gives a f- who gives a fuck? I remember it? a photo of Little King absolutely off his face, falling out of a club. Yeah. <laughs> like, un- unless unless they that might have just finished to- dodging either. To be fair. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, unless they get into like trouble or whatever, you know what I mean? Like yeah, fighting, physical trouble, all that sort of stuff. Let them do what the fuck they're they're, they're human beings yeah. after all. They and we all socials now about if one of them messages wrong girl or whatever. Yeah, that's gonna put it out into newspaper just because. Mm. Oh, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, let let let, let, let them be boys. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? Like, you think that the life, the lifespan of a footballer is between the age, well, from playing professional football, you're looking between 16 and 35, so 19 years, let's say. Yeah. But you look at the age, like from when you start to when you finish, you're not old. You're going through your, your youth years, you know, from 16 
through to 25. That's usually your time of going out, having fun. Yeah, and they can't really you know I mean? do that because they're getting no, into and teams and that then. Yeah, but then when they have like summer off or whatever, they go away for two, three weeks. You don't want people in, in, the, in your face and like fucking media slating them because they've gone out and had like three pints. Oh, who gives a fuck, man? It, oh, it fucking annoys me. Unless they come back injured or anything like that, let them do what they want. I'd, uh, I'd look, I know, like, if, if, if they're injured doing something a, a bit silly, I say a bit silly, like, I was going to mention, like, quad biking or something, but, like, it should, that's a risk. They probably should try and ease off a little bit or not go as mental with it, do you know what I mean? Mm. With, obviously, their professions, but... Yeah, I think if if I were Ronaldo or something, I saw a footballer and having a fucking photo, I'd be one of them having a photo with him. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, of course I would. If, if, if they look too drunk, I'd be like, I can't put that on social media. That'll get spread about. But just smile normal or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking after but your like, best interests. But like, I'd go up to him and be like, how many pints you had? Oh, I've had about eight. Good lad, do you want a couple more? Just <laughs> <laughs> sat there having a good time. Can you buy it's me like, one? It's like, I can remember listening to Peter Crouch podcasts, like um, all the stuff that he used to do, you know, when he was at certain clubs and that. Yeah. Like, he said like when he was at QPR, they'd have one day every week. I think it was like Wednesday every week. The whole team would go out and get absolutely smashed. And then go back in on Thursday um, and he'd make them do like a double session mm. and stuff like that. So they're still able to go out and get pissed and then come back and actually do the work that they're supposed to do. I imagine it's, they'll it's, finish early as well so they can start earlier and be in bed, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I mean, he said when he was at Liverpool, it was the same sort of thing. They'd have one night a week where the whole team would go out. You know, you'd have your little cliques and, and stuff like that where, you know, you've got certain players mm. mingling with one group. But he says they, they all used to go out. Um, he's mentioned it about, like, Beckham as well. He says he went out with um, the England squad one night. Um and they were asking him, they were like, oh, so what's Beckham like on a night out? He's like, well, he just sits there and watches everybody. He doesn't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he, he buys everyone drinks and just sits there and does fuck all while I'm up on the dance floor dancing. To be fair, yeah, I can see that because mm. Beckham, as big a him he was, were always in limelight. So he's probably yeah. just got used to that culture and just happy with it in general. He's got his family yeah. on it. So yeah. well, what, what a legend Beckham is. Oh, yeah, anyway. definitely. Uh, but yeah, I, t- I imagine I they're still going now and stuff, but a lot of them now, well, obviously not with COVID at the minute, yeah. um, probably do just hire rooms out more so and just stay away from yeah. them, which is a shame because, like, like mm. you said, back in Crouch's QPR days and that, I, I imagine they'd have just been in some normal pubs sometimes. And Well, I can remember one story at all. I can't remember what the player was, but he says they'd all gone to a pub. Um, and there was one player that, had, that had, he'd had a few too many, so the um, the pub guy kicked him out, or kicked him out. This one player. So like, what players went out with? Like, do you know those big training bags that you get that you can? They're fucking about four foot long. Yeah. <laughs> he took them back out, put him in the bag, carried him into the pub, and just kept ordering him pints. Sat <laughs> <laughs> in the bag. Tiffinell. Wow, I'd fucking love to do that. Um, but like, yeah, they used used to go out, didn't they? Like, I remember there was someone I went to college with. I remember he had his Facebook profile picture for a short period of time, 
selfie with uh, Kieran Trippier who ran around Barnsley when they were on loan there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when they got when they got promoted, um, Barnsley when when they well when they last got promoted to Championship, I think it was with Heckingbottom. Was it? Might have been. Um, and then, like, they all went to just a shitty bar in Barnsley. <laughs> Most bars in Barnsley, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit, yes. I love Barnsley and I out, though, to be fair. I, I ain't been for about five years. No, we'll have um, to I'm, go. We'll have to go when all, all this is gone. I'm, I'm too sophisticated for a night out in Barnsley now. And I just want to sit down <laughs> in a pub, find a but, pool uh, table. I say I say cunt a lot, but I don't say it enough to go out around Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with England. I just think his his call ups at the minute are a little bit all over the place. Personally. Yeah, that moves on to um I think what what did we say we were gonna mention uh, about Liverpool's injury crisis? Oh yeah, that's uh, slash not going well. COVID crisis. It's not going well for them. COVID, you can, you know, you can plan for that. You can kind of plan for it. Apparently, because it's only a family two wedding before mm. meeting up with squad. Idiot. Um, COVID idiot. But I mean, you can sort of plan around the COVID thing because it's only two weeks. But um. Can last longer though, can it? Ronaldo had it for I, about three. It can do, but it just, just depends on the isolation period, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but injury wise, you can't really plan for it, um, especially Liverpool, because it's it's all the fucking centre backs. <laughs> it's it's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, it's not good for their injuries. It's obviously not good for long term for Joe Gomez and mm. Van Dyke. But mm. it, we get to see the true metal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the the players that he's brought into the team so far have, have performed but it's a case of can they do it consistently throughout the season because Gomez apparently out for pretty much the entire season now Trent's injured as well Trent's injured um, so you've got Reese Williams um, and the other Williams Brandon. I think it's two Williams Brandon, Brandon yeah, somewhat, yeah. Um, they've played well you know but Fabinho should hopefully be back soon for him yeah, my tips obviously it, it, fit it's all over the place, but it's it's, it's scheduling, isn't it? It's it's just how it is. It's crazy at the minute because there's just so many games in a short period of time. But then there's Klopp and Guardiola whinging, asking for five subs. Did you see how many subs they made in their game last weekend? Probably two. Liverpool made one, Man City two. <laughs> so they're not even taking advantage of the three fucking subs. You can't whinge. Mm. I mean, I I agreed with what they said about the the scheduling thing, though. Like Klopp was. The thing is, he wasn't actually talking about Liverpool this week, which makes a change in terms of the scheduling. Like he was saying, um, you've you've got people playing in the Champions League on Wednesday, and then having the early kickoff on Saturday, which was he was talking about Man United. Yeah, but um, um, he didn't mention Tottenham being away in Bulgaria on Thursday, and then we had early kickoff on Sunday. Twelve kickoff, not twelve thirty. I think I think he mentioned like. I don't think he mentioned the teams directly, yeah. but it was, you know, the, these these teams are playing away from home in Europe and having early kickoffs on the weekend. It's not fair, it, and it is all because of money. It's it's putting them on TV. That's all it is. What is thing thing for me? Do you know, like on a Saturday or a Sunday, 
I very rarely watch the early kickoff. I would much rather watch an evening game where I can mm. sit down, have a couple of beers in the house. It's it feels more comfortable to watch a game in the evening than watching a game at twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, for me, couple of so, beers in the evening. When's time ever stopped you having a couple of beers, may I ask? <laughs> mate? I started at twelve o'clock this afternoon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, it's my day off. <laughs> um, but, yeah, fuck it. It's just one of those things, isn't it? it they, they have to look at the scheduling of, of games and, and stuff like that. I, I don't think it's fair on certain teams. I mean, I don't think it's right chucking a an extra international game in either. A no, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why they're doing this. They've I never done it in the playoff games, obviously. Yeah, I get they're that. making up for games that they've missed. But but why do England get... need to have a friendly against Ireland at Wembley in front of no fans? Yeah, why are they make what what is the the purpose of making up for games they've missed? They've not missed out on on money by, or they've not gaining any money by bringing in another fixture. Yeah, especially if it's because it's there's friendly. no fans. <laughs> As soon as that, as soon as the game against New Zealand was cancelled, they should have just kept it cancelled. What is the point of playing a pointless game against Republic of Ireland, where you knew what the result was going to be? It's pointless. It's just just extra risk. Yeah, and and it's proven to be a risk because Alan Brown, who played ninety minutes last night, confirmed to have COVID. So what's that going to do for the rest of the England players? It could be. They've, they've probably not got it from just making a challenge against that person. I think you need need quite a lot of contact, but but still, it's a risk. Yeah, this, it's a risk that wasn't worth taking. Yeah, and <laughs> so yeah, another stupid thing with um, COVID. Um, Vida for Croatia played oh, first yeah. forty-five minutes, and he was tested positive for Corona. Um, yeah. apparently his result came at half time. Then some people commented saying, "Well, why did he even play when his result had not come back?" These professionals are probably doing result uh, tests every other day. Yeah. So they probably carry on as as elite sportsmen, I imagine, of mm. the normal life until they get a result. Mm. But the problem is, the, these ones that have got it, they've obviously done something or been somewhere that they probably shouldn't have. I mean, it, it could be something as simple as going into a shop, though. You, you don't know. Like, but then at it's the same time, they're taking them precautions and washing their hands after sanitizing. Yeah. whatever. I mean, at the I same mean, time, I'm... if if you're at that level and you've you you're around twenty two people, well, you're around at least twenty one other people consistently, yeah. then maybe get someone else to go to shop for you. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, I, I saw. I mean, it's away from football, but still on the COVID sort of thing. I saw a tweet yesterday um, from Elon Musk. Mm. I don't know if I fucking believe him or not because he's a fucking mad, mad... Yeah, he's called his kid a, a fucking and element a or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said... Um, I think I, I don't know if it was tweeted yesterday, but he says uh, he got tested four times in one day. Two came back positive, two came back negative. Bollocks. Yeah, it's a load of shit. <sighs> Thing is, Stuff like that only fuels the fire for the people that don't believe it. Yeah. And it's annoying. It is. Mm. Let's just hope normality is resumed at some point. 
I literally thought it was going to be a three, four month thing. Yeah, it's turned into, well, it's nearly 12 months now. Well, yeah, it's called COVID-19. It was found in 2019, essentially, mm. in China. Yeah. But in England since about March, really, February, March, yeah, wasn't it? kicked off, yeah. Um, I mean, they're bringing a film out about it, aren't they? Called, I think, Songbird or something. Oh, God yeah. knows. We've already got Contagion. Fortunately, yeah. it's not that bad. But, um, Songbird, it's... Um, I think that's what it's called anyway. It's like um, a newer version of it. They're they called it like COVID-23 or something. Um, oh, is it I Am Legendary where it's kind of gone... Uh, there's bases or, or something with, yeah, yeah, with people that have got it and they're keeping them all in isolation walls yeah. and every New York's overgrown or wherever it is and yeah yeah and like if, if you're found to have it people come around and just like shoot you in the face <laughs> <laughs> Jesus let's hope it doesn't get to that level oh, yeah I don't want to be shot in the face I don't know about you no no <laughs> um, anyway Oh, it's a football podcast. Yeah, let's get away from COVID and we'll talk about some either, well, it could be positive, it could be negative, but I'm going to have a little bit of talk about my team this week. Again, two weeks in a row. What a week we've had. Last week you were saying, Monk needs to go. (laughs) Well, our more along the lines of Chantiri needs to go. Um, But he he had his little media thing. Uh, last week, his English is fucking brilliant now compared to what it was when he first joined. He can actually speak English, even though his L's are ours. But you know, <laughs> um, but I mean, all the way through that media thing, he was like, "Yeah, we've we've got faith in Monk. You know, we're going to give him money to spend in January." Blah blah blah. He's a fucking liar because he sacked him at nine o'clock on Monday evening, four days, four days after his media thing. Like what? Don't be coming out into the media and saying shit, and then going against your word like four days later. Like I think we all, I think we all knew it was coming, but it was just a matter of when. And like I said the other day, I think he was going to wait until Christmas, but he's done it in an international break where you've got two weeks to get someone else in. Now we've got someone else in, <laughs> um, in the form of Tony Pulis. Well-known name. Yeah. Um, a lot of our fans already on the forums and all that sort of stuff are already against it. And Yeah, but, you, but, but weren't Saul it. Campbell shortlisted? Right, Saul Campbell, Phil Neville. <laughs> what has Saul Campbell ever done? Oh, I, managed, managed, I kept Macclesfield up. Yeah, he went to South End, didn't he? Yeah, got them down. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I, I would have been much, a lot more unhappy with that. Um, I'm not unhappy with, ooh, fucking hell, hiccups. I'm not unhappy with Pulis, but I think in terms of the way he plays football, I think it's another negative sort of thing. He, he is a better version of Gary Monk. He plays defensive football and he plays long ball football. And it's it's worked for him in the past. But I don't think we've got the players to play that. And it's been proven with Gary Monk. You know what I mean? I, I just don't know. He'll get us results, and I think that's what we're looking for. Um, and he'll keep, he'll at least keep us up. But time will tell whether he can push us on a little bit further. But I think I think he'll be a very very good appointment. 
as a neutral, I, I think he will. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against it at all. Um, I think in terms of managers that we could get, he was the best that we could hope for, 100%, because nobody's going to want to come and work for Chancery at the minute. Of Well, I say that, but nobody's going to want to come to this club at the minute with how things are going. You know what I mean? Like in terms of the names that were being thrown out the other day, like our fans were screaming out for like Eddie Howe. What? It's not going to happen. I don't, I don't know why you're hoping for a for a manager like Eddie Howe, who's just spent three years in the Premier League with Bournemouth. He's, he's left ma- because he's managed one or two teams properly in his career. Bournemouth for a mm. long period. Probably Bournemouth is his only long tenured job as a manager. So it's whether he can do it elsewhere. Because he tried it well, once, it, obviously it didn't work. Pulis has yeah, done it, it a few teams now. Yeah, I mean, um, Howe went to Burnley and couldn't settle up north. So he's not going to settle up here. And that's no. the thing. So even if we did hire him, he'd be gone in six months because his family wouldn't be able to sell. Um, we were looking at Nigel Pearson and our fans were screaming out for him. That would have been a brilliant appointment for me, Nigel Pearson. I think that was... If, if we were going to get a big name, that was the biggest name that we would have been able to look at, I think. I don't think we would have been able to look at anything bigger. Do you but, not think Pulis is a bigger name? <sighs> Took Stoke to Europe. Oh, it's... you forget that, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. But I think you look at Pulis from when he left Stoke. I know he did all right at West Brom. He did all right with Middlesbrough. Just all right, though, weren't it? Yeah, but it was just all right. You know what I mean? Like, he's left Stoke where he ingrained a certain chemistry with that team, a certain style of play, and he's tried to get that into West Brom. He's tried to get that into Middlesbrough, and it didn't quite happen for him. It might happen for us. I hope it does. But it's one of those time will tell sort of things, but how much time is he going to be given? Because they haven't told us... Um, with the news that they put out earlier, they haven't told us what length of contract he's been uh, So whether it's just to the end of the season, I don't think Pulis would accept just a job to the end of the season. I can imagine that Pulis, it could be very difficult to manage, obviously from upstairs. Like They can probably say anything to Monk. Pulis will be yeah. like, what, what you fucking said? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what you're going to need to do. Yeah, it is, otherwise I think... this contract that I've signed signed long term till end of season, because that's what he might he might have signed a two three year mm. contract on the basis mm. that you stay up. Yeah, um, I think yeah. He's, he's, first of all, he's not going to take any shit. He knows what he wants, and he's he's going to go and get it. That's that's I think is what we needed. We didn't need a yes man, and I, Pulis is far from a yes man. <laughs> it's quite um, he's, he's as far away as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, in no way am I saying it's a bad appointment. I'm I'm hoping it's going to be a really good appointment. But again, like I said, time will tell. But like I was saying earlier, I think a manager like Paul Cook would have been a really good appointment. Plays attacking football. Good coach yeah. as well as a manager. Good coach. I mean, like I was saying earlier, he kept Wigan up. Yeah. Like, technically, he kept Wigan up. The owners sent them down. Nothing to do with Paul Cook. Um, Ryan Lowe at Plymouth done a fucking wonderful job there so I, I, I like someone like him as well but you know we've got Pulis there's there's nothing we can do to 
you know, stop that happening now. It's done. Um, and, I, you know, I've said it a few times. T- time will tell if it's a good appointment or not. We'll, we'll and at see. least he's got a week as well. He's, he's got a week before. Obviously, you've yeah. got a game. So mm-hmm. they've yeah, done it pressure. nice and early. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they've done it where he's got a bit of time with the club. Exactly. Uh, so we can push on and, and go from there. Hopefully, he, he might surprise us all and actually start playing attacking football. You don't know. We'll see. Well, Mourinho nice. surprised us this season. Well, it, it surprised you for a, a couple of weeks when you were playing attacking football and then you've gone back to just seeing out 1-0 wins. Well, we've only had two clean sheets this season in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Both against the worst the worst two teams in the league at the minute. <laughs> I know. Oh well, um, got to do it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's, he's doing some right. One of your players has got player at month, hasn't he? Exactly, Sonny. Oh. Mm. Even though Kane got more matches, I believe, and contributed yeah, more. They just look at goals, don't they? It's weird. Yeah. I think we can. Yeah. Um, we've had us chats to say we did us pre-call, like literally ten minutes before going live on mm. recording. We managed to find enough to chat about. Yeah, um, um, I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't done any research at all this week. Um, going on tonight. Yeah. It's, it's weird waiting five days after Prem games have finished. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back to, well, it, not a normal schedule, but we'll be back to going weekly from now. Um, it's only obviously because of the, the change in shifts for me. We couldn't get any other day to do it. Um. Prosser was a last-minute dropout this week. Um, literally, like, minutes before we went on. Um, so, we weren't really expecting that. So, it is going to be a bit of a, a fun job. I think it's going to come out a little bit fumbly, but hopefully um, next week it'll be back to normal. My day off next week is Thursday, so we'll be recording Thursday night, probably get it out Friday for you. Um, Sounds good with me. Do do we want to do our predictions and get process out tomorrow, or do we want to do them all at the same time? We can do because I've written mine down as we've been chatting. I've 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 wrote the games down, but I haven't written my uh, scores down. But I'll I'll uh, quick fire them off definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, so we'll go alternate then. I'll I'll start with uh, Portugal France. Yep. So I'm going one one. I am going, based on France's performance the other night, they lost 2-0 um, to... Finland. Was Finland, yep. I'm going to say... Po- scored for Finland. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Portugal are going to win this 2-1. Right. Belgium-England. Uh, Belgium-England. Um, depends on the lineup. Fuck it out. He's going to go defensive again, isn't he? <laughs> um... Oh, two two. Quite critical for us, for us thing, ain't it? Yeah, two two. I think. Yeah, I've gone two one England. Two one England. Oh, away. Oof. I think Belgium's got a weakened squad. I think. Well, we'll see how it goes. We played. We played all right in the first game, but yeah, um, Italy, Poland. Italy's called up loads of players. Hmm. I was listening to it on Talksport, and they've called up kind of players that are always on edge, hmm. just to kind of game a game. I don't know if that was because they're friendly. Yeah, um, I'm going, but for t- Poland's been going well in this group. I'm going one 0 Poland. Lewandowski. Ooh, 
Um, you don't get any extra points for the players that score, by the way, just so you know. Just <laughs> putting it out yeah, there. That, um, this was recorded before that game. <laughs> I'm not psychic. Poland. Um, um, I've not really looked at the teams or how they're doing. Um, I'll go for 2-1 Italy. I think on that one. Yep. Moves you on to Wales Island. Wales Republic of Ireland. Uh, Wales half decent team. Republic of Ireland look like they've never played football before. (laughs) Um, 2-0 Wales. With no bail either. He hasn't been called up. He has been called up, hasn't he? He wasn't in the squad yesterday. I know he weren't, but he has been called up. Oh, has he been called up? All right. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, um, 2-0 Wales. I'm sticking with 2-0 Wales as well. I've written it down already. Cool. Uh, Sweden, Uh, Croatia. Oh, Sweden, Croatia. This is my thriller, I think, this weekend. It could be. I've gone 3-2 to Croatia. A lot of goals. Um, I'll go the other way around, 3-2 Sweden. (laughs) Definitely going to finish (laughs) 0-0. Definitely. Like four red cards, 0-0. I guarantee you. If Prosser don't listen to this before doing his predictions, yeah. oh, we're not going to show him our scores, actually. <clears throat> he'll end up saying a draw if you could see yeah. our scores. 100%. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Slovakia, Scotland, Chris? Um, it's a tough one. Slovakia are a decent team. Um, I think They both qualified, didn't they? Yeah, Quite they did. Um, Slovakia beat Northern Ireland, didn't they? In extra time, yeah. Yeah. After Skernia got a, a scored an own goal in last minute. Two <laughs> one <laughs> uh, Slovakia. I'm also going Slovakia win. Like Scotland's got a couple of good players. I just, I'm sorry, but I just think the shit still <laughs> they are for me. Yeah, uh, two, I mean, two nil Slovakia. If 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 we talk a little bit about Scotland there, like Robertson came out um a little while. He ago missed a and, good chance. Yeah, he did. Um, he came out a little while ago saying individually. The players are brilliant, and and I, I, I kind of agree with that. You know what I mean? Like you've got Robertson, you've got McTominay, you've got Callum Patterson, you've got Liam Even Palmer. Chris, shut up! <laughs> Even Christy, Christy from Celtic is quite exciting. Some of the goals he scores, and he scored yeah. obviously. Yeah, it, it's just a little. Oh, I bet it's just so annoying to play against. You just always yeah. got ball and just turn low sense of gravity like a Scottish Hazard. Yeah. But I mean, like you were saying, I mean, individually, they're, they're a really good side, but they need to put that into a team mentality. And they do struggle sometimes to play as a team. I think they try to be a little bit too individual. But I mean, you look at Robertson. Um, I think I saw some earlier in his last four years since he joined Liverpool. He's, 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 he's been promoted from, no, it's since Hull. Been promoted yeah, so to Prem. Promoted to Prem. Um, he's won the Premier League with Liverpool for the first time in 30 years. Won a Champions League. Won a FIFA World Cup. Uh, FIFA World Club World Cup. Um, and he's now qualified. Captain Scotland. Captain Scotland to a European competition for the first time in 23 years. Fucking hell, man. He is probably at the minute the best left back in the world. Yeah, uh, Marshall pulled off a rate save as well. Not for the penalty, but in, in extra time. Yeah. Do you know what I think Scotland's main player is? I don't think yeah. it's Robertson. Because he plays left mid. Yeah, he's absolutely critical. We are 
someone as good as McTominay at Middle Park, there'd be nowhere. Oh, I, I love McTominay. I think he's he's come on a lot in the last he's couple of years. He's a key man, hundred yeah. percent for me. Him, him and Robertson are their their two key players, aren't they? Yeah, and there's obviously yeah. Tierney, but yeah, there's a bigger hype than his talent for me. Yeah. So does uh, does Robertson play left mid for him then? Does he? Yeah, he plays left mid. Play Tierney and, and left Tierney back. left back. And, yeah, and yeah, I can kind of see that working. Really, I think you've I kind think of got to really, aren't you? Yeah, you can't really have two. Of, I mean, yeah, like you say, I mean, unless you switch hype, one to hype. right back or something. Yeah, I mean, the hype, like you said, the hype around Tierney is bigger than his talent, and I, I, I agree with that. I think he's he's not brilliant, but he's got a good cross on him. Yeah, very good cross on him, but it's tough Most going from a team. Have, yeah, <laughs> it, it's tough going from a team like Celtic. To a team like Arsenal, I think. I know, couple it's such of, a downward step. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, it's just weird not having Prosser here. I know. <laughs> I've not liked it. like, keep it dirty. I've not liked it. Uh, we miss you. Yeah, we miss you, Pros. Hopefully, you'll be back next week. I'll have to put out um, a, a missing persons poster on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, with his picture. dirty cutback. I'll put one on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this man? We're <laughs> <laughs> in a picture of Rosal. I mean, Prosser. <laughs> have you seen these men? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, let's fuck off then. Um, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully it's not too shit an episode for you. Um, we'll be back to normal next week with the full, the full formation. I, I would say the full, yeah. even though it's three. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Prosser needs to invite a special guest to make up for it. Yes, right, Prosser, get Alioski. Yeah, fresh from Macedonia, qualifying for Euros. <laughs> I want to get to a point where we can actually invite like footballers, just like send us a recording or something. We'll put it in the fucking podcast. I'm nuts. Let's I'm have to find a Sunday league player for the time being. I'll go. I'll go and interview Pulis. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm fucking off me. I'm. I'm gonna go. Um. So yeah, thanks for listening again. Again, it's um a case of going to Facebook. It's well, you can find us just by typing in Dirty Cutback. Instagram and Twitter are the same at Dirty Cutback. Email dirtycutback at gmail.com. Uh, no one's ever sent it's, us an email, so be the first. It's all dirty. Yeah, it is all dirty. So just keep it that way. And we'll talk to you if next you, week. If you email, Chris will send a picture of his toes to you. <laughs> After I've like, kicked to the edge of a table so it's bleeding <laughs> and all sorts. <laughs> Ooh, imagine. Ooh. Ooh. If you want Guys, that keep it dirty. <laughs> Keep filthy, boys. See you in a bit. <laughs> Bye. Bye.